Live from Chicago IL, this is the Bears and Bears and Beers podcast coming to you on a victorious week one, 2020, over the Chicago, the Chicago Bears, over the Detroit Lions. Joining us, Flipka, we also have a new uh, member to the podcast. This is CZ. Welcome in, CZ. What's up, boys? What's up? We got a great we got a great uh, podcast coming here after a big victory. Flipka, what a change for the first half, huh, Bub? Da Bears. I I, I tell you, there, there was a play by Mitchell Trubisky there in the early on in the fourth quarter where he scrambled backwards and fumbled that ball, and that was shades of Rex Grossman all over again for me. I and don't mention his name on a victory Sunday in the garbage and was done with him. And then he does something like this and says, suck it, every fan in Chicago. Three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Brings yep. him back from the dead, and he earns himself another start. Good for you, young man. I love it. Finishes the game 242 yards passing, three touchdowns, no interceptions, a 104.2 rating. Just, you know, the tail of two halves. And, and CZ, you mentioned something. We were texting throughout the uh, fourth quarter. It looks like um, Mitch found Anthony Miller finally. What was Anthony Miller hiding, CZ? That's what I'm saying. Every report out of this crazy training camp was that Anthony Miller looked fantastic. His hands were the best on the team. He was running the best routes. And you go into this game, and he's not even targeted until the fourth quarter. I mean, like, you got to put some of that blame on on Trubisky because maybe he's not looking the right way, but at some point Nagy's got to call plays that gets the ball to this guy that supposedly is your best receiver. And you see what happens fourth quarter. He makes three great plays, including an unbelievable touchdown um, on a great throw by Mitch, a great catch by Miller. Um, you know, I think he's a guy, he, he thrives off of being involved in the plays in the game. And I think you need to get this guy involved from the get go. You can't be waiting to the fourth quarter to get Anthony Miller involved. Yeah, it looks like Nagy actually made some adjustments, you know, got Miller more involved in the game plan here. But you, like you said, CZ, you definitely got to get this going early on. It's like, why, why wait till we're down 23-6 to six to here, start getting this going? Why, he, let's start the game off this way. Here's the other started, thing. They started the game off today. Yeah, they started the game off with three straight runs. You know, let's just let's just get going right away. Let's not wait for this. Here's the other thing, and and Flip, I'll, I'll also ask your opinion on this as you're a, a high school football coach now as well. You gotta do right what you gotta do what's best for your players, right? Even if that means that sometimes you have to scrap your system as a head coach. Trubisky does better, and we've seen this over the past couple of years in a fast-paced, up-tempo, no huddle, no thinking, just get back there and be an athlete. He always does great in the fourth quarter. He does great in the two-minute drill. We have to start doing that from the get-go. Enough of the huddling up. Enough of the, you know, full-back dives. Like just let it go. Full full speed, no huddle, just let's go. What do you think, Flipka? What do you think, Walker? Absolutely, uh, CZ. Um, like you said, just this this guy has to get in a situation where he could just react on the fly and not have to think. And you saw that in the first half when he tried to process reads, uh, you know, downfield, then coming uh, to his to his outlet throw. It just took way too long. And by that time, he's scrambling for his life and making you know crappy throws. Um, you can say I, shitty, I bro. You can say shitty. We're on. We're on. It's, it's explicit. You can go ahead and say it. Okay. No, no worries. He, he, made, he made some shitty throws there when, there when he go. had the Bingo. Go his reads. Just get him out there. Like you said, if you have to throw in some runs, throw in some runs, but let the kid react and just let it go. I'm, I'm also going to say I've, I've had enough 
I had enough of it last year. I've had enough of it this year. I can't take Tariq Cohen running between the tackles anymore, dude. You got to get away from that shit. He listen. If you want to give Cordell Patterson the ball through the through the tackles, have at it. The guy's 6'4", 220 pounds. Tariq Cohen, the little yeah. midget, is not going to run between the tackles and get you anything. I agree. I think we had a maybe a first and goal at the two yard line, and Tariq Cohen was in the backfield, and it wasn't Montgomery. Um, you got to have one of the bigger backs in there, and you know Montgomery came in as a guy that's been known to break tackles, and you throw Tariq Cohen yeah. in there. It didn't make any sense to me. But you know what? In the end, it's a it's a win. The, the Bears pulled yeah, it out. The Bears they go back Bears. and, and uh, review the film. And hey, Walker, and let you me... saw the defense come alive. Yeah, you know the defense came alive when when the offense started to pick it up. Walker, let me yeah, ask you a question there. as a host. Yep. As a host, Walker, yep, let me ask you because you were texting about this as well. What are your thoughts on the defense? I mean, Khalil Mack, maybe no sacks or whatever, but um, you know, I think they made plays when they needed to. But what are you overall? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, you know, it's it, it's kind of interesting with Mac. You know, he was he was lost a lot last year. I think losing Quinn and not having Quinn in there, you know, and last year not having Floyd, you know, they can the def, the offense is able to really scheme against Mac and and take him out. So maybe it opens up for other players. But you know, Hicks had a big sack there in the fourth quarter. Um, we, we need to see maybe Mingo come out and and make a bigger impact. You know, the, the defense, you know, if Swift catches that ball at the end there, this is a very different phone call. You know, this is a very different podcast. Um, you know, and that should have been a touchdown. The Bears should have lost. So, and the defense, you know, has to come up and make that stop. And 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 uh, if they're elite, you know, we talk about they made a five, top five defense. We got to get a stop, get off the field, you know. So, they got the big interception with Fuller. And I, I believe that was Jalen Johnson who, who broke that, that play up. So, um you know, I, I guess let's see. The main thing, we got a victory. Yep. We got a victory. We were able to crack a, a beer here. I just cracked open a, uh, a buckle down uh, Oktoberfest, buckle down from Lions over there by UCZ. And, uh, you know, Bears to Beer Sunday, you know, so it's, it's a good day. Well, and it's a big win. I mean, it's a right, your division opponents you're getting a win against, which is huge because it's almost like a two game win right there. Two game win. Yep. And, and, and also to, to introduce CZ a little bit more here, CZ also a college football player play with us with, with uh Flipka and I and and uh and, and as long as being a high school football coach he was a head head coach of a high school for uh 10 years you know so definitely a lot of um a lot of experience here a lot of you know Bears fan his whole life from Chicago so uh definitely happy to have him on and uh, Bears your analysis here Bears Bears, Bears. So, hey, hey let me ask you guys uh what do you think about the rookie Mooney as a wide receiver he made a couple of nice catches a couple of nice plays look kind of fast out there yeah, I think he finished with three oh, yeah. catches, maybe 30 yards. And, and uh, you know, we haven't seen Riley really at all. Uh, you, you, you know, we saw uh, Miller in the second half. But, yeah, to, to, you know, we saw Wims in the catch, you know, the touchdown catch. But besides that, to see, you know, um, you know, a draft pick, a receiver draft pick actually make an impact right away is nice to see. Yeah, and he looks really quick in and out of his breaks, too. Um, it's it's a guy that they can definitely use. So yeah. I was happy to see him out there, and he was out there early. It wasn't he was a, a guy that was there in, in uh, you know garbage time at the end of the first yeah. half or something. He was in there when it counted. A Rob so, A Rob looked good as always. He did. Couple couple looked of great. them were thrown by Mitch. I mean, there yeah. should have you know should have been some bigger plays. Should have been there. a higher scoring game. There was definitely yeah. some misses on the yeah. sideline. And I I honestly I could not believe they got their first third down conversion with uh, I believe it was two minutes left in the third quarter. Yeah. It was not we have you to know, uh I, 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 I said I and I said it in the text that we were talking about earlier. Um 
you know, I, I know Jimmy Graham had a nice game, which is good for him. I think that's going to end up being a, a pretty good signing for us. Um, but Cole Komet's one of your top picks, right? He's a second-round pick, which for us was like a first-round pick because we didn't have a first-round pick. And he he ends the game with no catches. I mean, yep. every time he was in there, he was run-blocking or pass-protecting. Like, I'm pretty sure we didn't draft him for his athletic, athletic ability to be a left tackle for us. So, I mean, Agreed. I think you got to find a way to get him more involved as well. Yeah, he had one target, and that was before the half when Mitch – there was, it looks like a miscommunication. Maybe he was supposed to hook in and he hooked out. And uh, but that, yeah, the only uh, look for Komet was that, and fully agree with you. I wanted to change the topic a little bit here. Do you guys, um, it's interesting listening to, to our announcers. We always get the worst announcers, it feels like <laughs> awful. And I, I made, I made a, a couple of notes here. We got Jonathan Vilma, who's first game in the booth. He's talking about, uh, you know, and 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 Johnson, another guy there, he's before awful. the break. I talked about, yeah, I talked about Detroit was is a linchpin to the NFL. You know, and then he says, uh, Mingo is from <laughs> Texas. I mean, the Houston football team. You know, just these random things these guys say. Talking about the Bears imposing their will on the Lions. And I'm like, what are they talking about? It's three to three. You know, so it's just, we always <laughs> get the worst. We, the, the worst. worst they, made a, they made a thing where it, they caught, the penalty was on, they, fa- they had a face mask on Trubisky. Trubisky had a 20-yard run plus a face mask. And uh, who is the guy? Dick Johnson is. Who is the main guy? Yeah, I believe that's his name. Yeah, it, it was him and Vilma. Yeah, he he so starts saying he's like, well, this, he's like they're gonna have to march this one back after the twenty yard run, and and, and Vilma was <laughs> like, that. no, it's a face mask. Like, what are you talking about? Well, <laughs> they were lining back up at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> yeah, it, we do get the worst. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that guy follows around. At least at least we didn't have a preseason this year. We had to listen to them during the preseason, so at least we got. <laughs> but I used to love having Coach Dick up there. He would have his uh, Hawaiian shirt on, half in a bag. And he'd be up there in preseason, you know. That was always that was always great having. Oh, of course, Dick was great. <laughs> then Jim Miller was great. Too. I love Jim, Jim Miller, Miller on post game too. He's a great post game guy. Yeah, you see that guy. Never believe that guy was a quarterback in the NFL. No, he looks guy. like a right tackle. Oh, yeah, he looks yeah. like a D tackle for sure. What did you think of uh, Jalen Johnson? Besides the fact that he got run over by a wide receiver, but other than that, yeah, that was Pupka's pick to click before the game. Yeah, I thought he had a good game I overall. Like, I did too. Like I said besides besides the play that he got run over. I thought he played um, pretty well. He that, looked confident you know, out there, man. He did. He broke up some plays. Um, obviously, he needs to get his pad level a little bit lower yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you're going in for that yep. tackle. Yeah. He, he learned his lesson for sure. But uh, I thought overall, man, he he held his own. He mm-hmm. made a good play along with, uh, I think it was Jackson on it that was. play to break yep. up for, for mm-hmm. Fuller to, to pick that one off. But both of them got a hand in there. When I, I also um, think uh, it was nice to see Eddie Jackson back to kind of play in how he was two years ago. And I think a lot helped with um, who is Gibson, right? The safety lining up next to him now, uh, yep. I think helps out because Gibson can be more of your in the box run stopper. And I think it's letting Eddie Jackson have a little bit more freedom. And I think we saw glimpses of that today. Oh um, yeah. As you know, as opposed to last year where Eddie Jackson didn't really have that freedom to do that. Uh, although I did see a couple of plays where Gibson came down into the box and he saw Adrian Peterson busting through the hole <laughs> and he sort of took a sidestep to see if somebody else is tackling first. <laughs> Uh, and then kind of touched, you know, tagged off on him at the end. I'll tell you uh, what, man, Adrian Peterson's, I mean, to talk a little bit about him, man. Talk about a guy that's uh, still got it going in a long career, man. He's a stud, dude. I hated him when he was on the Vikings, but he's a stud. Yeah, we have eight, 11 carries, 86 yards, almost eight yards a pop. You know, he just got signed early you know, last week and uh, comes out and, and uh, performs like that. You know, pretty impressive. Yeah, catching the ball out of the backfield too. I, I forgot he actually had hands like that. I know. I mean, he looked, he I know. looked really good. Yeah. 
Well, you know, the, listen, the Bears got a lot of work to do, uh, and without a preseason here, the mo- most important thing is, you know, they could have quit really easily. They uh-huh. really could they could have quit and uh, showed a lot of character sticking in there. Uh, maybe they learned something with Mitch, like you said, CZ, you know, letting him kind of improvise. The guy, I've said let, let him have a Josh Allen of Buffalo type of offense, you know, and uh, use his legs and, and let him kind of just free flow out there a little bit. So maybe, maybe Nagy can build on this. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we uh, progress and what kind of uh, changes are made. But I definitely think that's one. I think they need to get Anthony Miller involved somehow early on in the game because I think he's a difference maker. And I think it's going to take a lot of pressure off of Allen Robinson as well. All right. Before we finish this podcast, we want to go ahead and uh, again mention Augustino's, our sponsor, Carol Stream in West Chicago locations. We, uh, you know, CZ, we, we, uh, we talked earlier about Augustino's. Uh, Flipka, he's, he's a big Italian beef fan, dipped. I take a six-inch Italian, a six-inch American, extra jardinera on it. What's uh, what's your pick, what's your go-to when you go to Augie's? I'm a I'm a beef guy as well. Give me a dip. Give me some hot jardinera on there. Some sweet peppers as well. Um, but definitely fully dip that bad boy before it uh, gets devoured. Or you can make it a combo. <laughs> the combo. <laughs> Old Mike Murphy, the dip. <laughs> Actually, speaking die. speaking of uh, Italian subs, I just had an Italian sub from lunch from a nice little Italian deli out this way called Frangella's out in Payless. Okay. Park. Oh, well, very yeah. good. We'll have to get them on uh, next week here and see if we can maybe make a trip out there and uh, have a, a live broadcast of Bears and Beers out of Frangella's. That'd be fun. Bears That'd be and fun. So. Beers. All right. Well, before we wrap up, any final uh, Nuggets thoughts on the uh, the Bears come from behind victory? Well, for me, as I said before, I think Mitchell Trubisky with his fourth quarter performance has definitely earned himself another start and good for that young man because I gave up on him. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to piggyback off of that as well. I think uh, for as bad as he looked in the first half, I think it's a chance for him to build and have some confidence going into week two. Um, but I definitely think there need to be some some tweaks to make sure that this uh, ship keeps sailing in the right direction. Keep sailing. Well, like uh, as you said earlier, it's a win. Victory is Sunday. Uh, CZ, I want to. I want to no, circle I'll... back. Go ahead. Go ahead. CZ, I want to circle back to uh, from our pregame. You couldn't join us in pregame. We were talking about our forty scissor hands uh, events. We had a few few years back at our apartment there in the north side of Chicago. Do you you recall that event? Oh, I recall it, my friend. I do recall that. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were talking about how the fact that the uh, the remote got our, our hands all duct taped with the 40s, <laughs> and then the remote control fell on the ground, flipped over to the home network, home shopping network, <laughs> and just you know, a great a great bears and beers uh, <laughs> historical. You know, we were able to find a uh, a fun moment in that god awful game with the bears yeah. lost 49 to seven. <laughs> so uh, wanted to make sure we, we we brought that back up for you. So for sure. All right, fellas. Well, one and zero. It's the only thing that matters, and. Uh, Go Bears. And we do this again next week, boys. Bear down. We'll be here. Bear down. Bear down. <laughs>